Christmas Traditions with Keith Palmer on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. And today I am with Keith Palmer. Many of you know him as one of our speakers at our CDTs throughout the country, um, and he is a blessing to us at ACBC. He's a board member here, has been serving faithfully for a number of years, and uh, he's also a pastor at Grace Bible Church in Granbury. Uh, he also directs their training center there, the Center for Biblical Counseling. Uh, in the North Texas area, which is uh, a partnership of several churches. I love the way that they do things there. So if you're in the area, I would encourage you to uh, visit their site and and uh, do some of their training. Now, today is going to be a fun time for us. Uh, I know Keith uh, fairly well. We're good friends, dear friends, and uh, but I've never asked him some of these questions, and I am so intrigued to to hear about Christmas traditions. Listen, when the weather starts turning cooler and the leaves start changing, man, this is a fun time of year. But but also there's a sense in in a few ways. We re, we remembered that the Lord is in control of all as seasons change. And, and this is the time of year where we remember the incarnation. We remember our Lord coming to earth, God becoming flesh. And and so Keith there are some fun things that we do to celebrate that, and families do this differently depending upon where we grew up, where we live, you know, the things that we think about. Um, there are some fun traditions, I'm sure, but then there are ways that we try and teach our children and, and focus our hearts in the hustle and bustle of the world uh, on Christ. Talk to us just a little bit about, uh, first, maybe some of your favorite Christmas memories. What are some of the things that that you can recall in the Palmer history of things that you remember most about Christmas time. Well, thanks, Dale. It's always good to be with you and uh, enjoy this conversation together. Favorite memories. Uh, there was one Christmas, and uh, my brother-in-law is in law enforcement, and there was one Christmas that my in-laws got us all uh, tactical Nerf guns, <laughs> and we had the Nerf war of the century. <laughs> um, and and again, uh, there, there was strategy, there was uh, tactical uh, training done. Mm-hmm. And all I know is at the end of it all, we were all laughing and had a lot of fun. And we had about a million of those little yellow Nerf balls to pick up. Um, <laughs> and and what's funny is, you know, here we are and it's, you know, it's Easter, right? It's April and, and we're going, oh, here's another one of these yellow Nerf balls. So uh, that that was a great memory. Um, I, I think thinking back even before that, I mean, my, my kids are all uh, older now in the home, but thinking back to when they were uh, very, very young, um, you know, that first Christmas you spend mm. with a child, mm. um, we're very special. Uh, we have, we're blessed with three children. And, and I think each time we got to celebrate Christmas with another one of those blessings mm. uh, was, was a great memory. Um, yeah, lo- lots, of, lots of specifics uh, there, um, but uh, those are a couple of memories that stand out. Those are great. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the, as the season starts to change, um, our house starts to look different. We start to do even some some pattern things differently. Sometimes our family worship changes in in direction and scope and the things that we talk about. What are some of the things that, that you guys do uh, in preparing your hearts in this season of, of Advent um, to think about the coming of the Lord? 
Yeah, yeah. So we think about decoration and devotion, mm-hmm. right? So in terms of decoration, like a lot of people, you know, there are decorations that go up. Uh, we are big fans of the lawn nativity, mm-hmm. you know, like the old school 1985, <laughs> you know, plastic blow mold. Um, you know, I had to find them on eBay because they don't make them anymore. And we just put that out as a witness to what Christmas is really about. And uh, we do something similar for Resurrection Sunday. We have a, an Easter cross that's covered with flowers, mm-hmm. um, which was a tradition that my church growing up uh, did. And it's it's just one way as people drive by, you know, hopefully they stop and they think and, and it promotes conversation. So the lawn nativity is, is great. Um, I, I think this year we're working on how we're going to uh, make the most supernaturally looking star. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's always there's always a technological piece that we're trying to work on. So, and then uh, when we go inside, um, we do an Advent wreath. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in the Lutheran Church, where you know the Advent wreath was a big part of um, our tradition in terms of how we celebrate the incarnation. And so we have a, a little uh, Advent wreath. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it, it's a it's a wreath uh, that typically sits on like a dining room table. And it has four candles on it. And each of those candles represents a theme in the Christmas story. And starting in December, you light one of those candles, you know, one each week uh, successively until all of them are lit. And the Christ candle is is the last one. So our church does that too. Uh, there are Advent readings that we do. We, we kind of set aside our family worship uh, from whatever we're doing to focus particularly on uh, texts that tell the Christmas story as well as the theological a text behind that that would talk about the incarnation, so like Philippians chapter 2 or something like that. And when our kids were little, we had an advent calendar, which is like this little little cardboard cutouts, you know, and, and we, you build the manger scene up on the mantle. And, uh, you know, I've got two teenagers now, and they still love the cardboard cutouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all about that. It, it's like the flannel board, you mm-hmm. know. It just It's just timeless, <laughs> you know. You can't – it does not go outdated. Um, so we do that, and uh, but, you know, special times of family worship and um, – uh, re- remembering um, uh, what this is all about. I, I, my kids, if they were here, they would probably say, Dad, you say this every year, but we don't ever want to waste another Christmas mm-hmm. and we don't ever want to waste another Resurrection Sunday or Good Friday. Um, so every year I'm thinking, what can we do different so this doesn't become routine mm-hmm. or boring? And and um, what's neat is as our kids have gotten older, they participate in mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, they lead the devotion. You know, they they talk about what the text means. So that's that's some of the ways that that's kind of grown up. Um, you know, over the years. That's really helpful, Keith. Because I mean, it is in in our world. Uh, we start commercializing Christmas long before Thanksgiving, and uh, our world seems to drift in its focus on truly for us what this season is really all about is remembering the the first coming of Christ so that we can long for the second one that's to come. And uh, man, it's so helpful and encouraging to me personally, and as I know it is to our listeners, about how people celebrate and remind ourselves of that and anchor ourselves to that truth, that that's that's our true hope this time of year. Now, if we could get maybe a bit more personal, um, and I love how you use your personality. You're an engineer by trade, and you're doing all these exciting things with your kids. But if we were to zoom in to your house, you and uh, your wife, Lisa, with, with your children there on a Christmas morning, what are the types of things that we would see happening? Walk us so a little tour through that. Okay. Can I back up to Christmas Eve? Yeah, and then yeah. We'll work in the Christmas. That's okay. great. So Christmas Eve, uh, I mean, the highlight of that is we have a worship service typically at our church, and, and that's a wonderful, special time. It's one of the... My kids will tell you it's one of their favorite services of the year. And uh, so we'll do that. But but all day we, we've prepared for something that we call the feast. Yeah. 
Now, the feast, as the name implies, is a lot of food. It, it's food that we normally don't eat because it's horrible for us. <laughs> um, and, and so Lisa will go and she'll start baking and cooking. And um, so we'll come home from the worship service uh, Christmas Eve and we will have our feast, and we feast and feast and feast and feast, and, and we remember the even the the roast beast uh, for those of you that know the cartoon. Um, anyway, and then so uh, when the kids were little, we would feast and we would watch like a cartoon version of the Christmas story. And as our kids have gotten older, we've moved to the Nativity Story movie, which came out several years ago. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a there's a few. Um, historical things that are inaccurate and some creative licensing going on. But overall, it's a great depiction of the events of Jesus' birth. And so we'll watch that. And, and then we have that on our minds and hearts as we go to bed Christmas Eve. Now, if you were to come over to my house, if you came early enough, what you would hear first thing in the morning on Christmas morning, blasting out of the family stereo uh, is Sela's Light of the Stable, mm-hmm. or as my kids like to call it, the Christmas drum song. <laughs> and... Um, they, we have trained them that they are to stay in bed until they hear the Christmas drum song, and then they can come out. Mm-hmm. And, and we just crank that up. I'm sure our neighbors don't like that, but um, that is our celebratory uh, modern hymn of worship mm-hmm. that uh, Jesus was born. Uh, so we do the Christmas drum song. Um, Lisa always makes a special breakfast. She makes these homemade cinnamon rolls. I don't know if you guys like cinnamon rolls. Maybe you think Cinnabon is... No, no, no. Cinnabon doesn't have nothing on so these So what rolls. time was too early for, to come over for, for some Cinnabon? <laughs> Do you want an invitation? Yeah, yeah so right. you can come down, yeah. yeah. Um, so she makes her homemade cinnamon rolls. Um, you know, it's neat, too. We'll often invite uh, maybe a widow in our church mm-hmm. or a widower um, or a single that doesn't have family in town. We'll invite them to our special breakfast in the morning. And, and I have great memories of... Um, uh, some of the dear folks in our church that my kids got to enjoy Christmas with them and they mm-hmm. got to enjoy Christmas with our family and just just you know let them be a part of our family mm-hmm. for that morning. And so special memories there. So we have our breakfast. And uh, what we do um, in terms of the, the Christmas morning devotional is when the kids were little, we had this little, um, it was like a figurine nativity. And what we would do is we would pick one of these figurines and we would put it in one of the kids' stockings. And every year the character would change and, and you know, which stocking it ended up in mm-hmm. would change. And so as the kids are opening their stocking, it's like, who's got the figurine? And, you know, that – so let's say, let's say it's, uh, it's Mary mm-hmm. that year, Mary. Um, and uh, so then what we do is we build the devotion for that morning around that particular figurine. So we might talk about, um, you know, Mary's – uh, Mary's song, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she rejoiced in the Lord in that. Um, so we have a devotion uh, ba- uh, placed around that, built around that. And um, and then there's presents. Mm-hmm. And um, so I married Lisa Boyd. And as you know, my last name is Palmer. So we had this dilemma, this early dilemma in our marriage. Like, how are we going to do presents? Because are we going to do it the Boyd way or the Palmer way? Mm-hmm. The Palmer way is... Um, like last man standing, right? So it's just one, two, three, go. And there's paper and there's smoke and all that. And we're done in about a minute and a half and everybody's done. Uh, The Boyd way is we all get our presents and we all lay them out and everybody gets their little pile and kind of go around the room. And it's like this three or four hour endeavor. Um, But my wife convinced me many years ago that what builds the character of Jesus is to do it the Boyd way and not the Palmer way. So we consider others as more important and, uh, and we go around the deal that way. So... Anyway, so that that's awesome, and then usually the rest of the day is spent with family. We're blessed to have family in town, and so we, we often will will hang out with them for the rest of the day. But that's a little bit of what you'd see. 
That's so great, Keith. And as we think about this season, I, I want to encourage you in, in your own family, build traditions that are uh, centered around uh, Christ and his coming to the earth as we celebrate, as we worship the coming of our King. Uh, it's so important. And as we train and disciple our children, this is such an important time where I know I look back on my childhood and I, I think about the ways in which Christ was exalted, trying to do that for our own kids. Keith is doing that with the Palmer kids. And man, we just pray that uh, that you would engage in these types of activities as well as you build your own Christmas traditions, exalting Christ as Savior, the Savior who's come to save the world. And so thank you so much for listening, Keith. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about you and Lisa and allowing us to sort of take a tour in the Palmer home. It's always fun. We'll save a cinnamon roll for you. That's right. Thank you. (laughs) You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. We want to say during this time of year how grateful we are to all of you. You've been very supportive, very helpful to us, to our ministry, listening to the podcast, enjoying resources that we offer, giving faithfully as stewards financially. We're so thankful for all of you. Uh, We just want to take a brief moment and wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Make this season significant as you describe the beauty, the necessity, the importance of Christ entering into our world, becoming the sacrifice uh, for our sins. Praise be to the Lord. May you enjoy Christmas this season.